there. You're listening to the Estranged Heart Podcast, and I'm your host, Creed Revere. Welcome back to our returning listeners. And if this is your first time here, thank you for selecting this podcast to listen to. As we begin today's episode, I invite you to grab a cup of coffee or tea, settle in and listen with an open heart. But first, the regular disclaimer. I am not a licensed therapist or counselor. Nothing within this podcast should be considered or taken as therapy. If you are in need of therapeutic support, such as counseling, please seek out a therapist near you. A couple of announcements for today. Um, I am still in the middle of a move. Um, I have about four more weeks um, to be doing that. And so I really thank you for your patience. Those of you who have reached out via email, I'm slower to respond than normal. And I, um, that, that doesn't make me happy. However, um, my, my time is very limited, um, at the moment. And so that will change. Won't be like that forever, but, um, I do appreciate your patience. I also want to thank those of you who have, um, purchased the cups of coffee for me. Um, I really enjoy every single one. And when um, I think of you, when I order those and sit down and just sit and enjoy that cup of joe, I think of you as well. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I really do appreciate those. And I would like to also thank um, the psychotherapist who have reached out as of late um, whether that's for support and collaboration and helping your your clients who are experiencing estrangement, um, whether that's to help you learn more about estrangement from the perspective of a parent and or an adult child, or for support for yourself um, because of your own estrangement experience. Um, as we know, Estrangement does not discriminate, and um, it affects everyone across every career, socioeconomic path, every, I mean, there are just no limitations to it. So I thank you for listening to the podcast and for reaching out um, for support and collaboration. Um, I'm, I'm super grateful and very honored um, to be working with you. So on that note, we'll dive into today's episode titled, um, they say we were abusive, but I know we gave them a good life. So first our quote or quotes, I have two today. The first one is sometimes the solution is not to learn something new, which might empower us, but rather to unlearn something old which has disempowered us. And that is by Craig Harper. And the second is when you act out, you are portraying in behavior something that you haven't got the language to say in words. Dr. Gabor Mate. So in today's episode, when when I contemplated putting this one together, Um, I did so because I hear often, whether that's through my own clients, coaching clients, whether that's through the support group that I run, 
whether it's other estranged parents um, in other support groups that I'm a member of, um, but I hear often, they say we were abusive. I know good and well that we gave them a good life and we were not abusive. And so I don't, I, I refuse to apologize. I refuse to make amends for something that I know that I didn't do. And as I have said before in the past, if by not delving into that a little deeper than the surface level, um, what it appears to be on the surface, when they say you were abusive, uh, you hurt me, you harmed me, um, if you're not willing to look at that beyond just those words and you're in communication with your kid and life is good and you have, you know, no regrets and don't want anything to change and you don't want anything any different, then keep on keeping on, my friend. However, I will say that I have yet to come across a parent who, if truth were told, just says, I have zero desire to be back in communication with my kid and I don't care if I never lay eyes on them again. I've, I've never met a parent. Again, if truth be told. Now they say that, there are some that will say that because of the hurt and pain that they're, they're experiencing and they want that to stop. And so they feel like, well, if I just totally disengage from this and just wash my hands of my kid, then I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna feel this, this pain and this hurt anymore. And I tried that for a bit of time. I think most parents do try that, meaning, you know, I'll just get over this and, and I won't have to have them in my life and I'll, I'll be able to move on and, and, you know, not have it affect me. And it doesn't work. I mean, you can move on. You can, if you've done everything in your power to, you know, to help address the issues of your adult child and your adult child still um, is not interested in reconciling with you, you can move on with your life. However, those who do that, when I talk with those folks, they say that the pain is still there. They've just learned how to work with it and live with it and continue on with their life. But no one has said, yeah, I have no more pain. I have no more sorrow. I have, you know, I'm, I'm cool. I'm good with life. I've not met, I've not met one. So my point in saying all of that is by and large, parents don't feel good and they don't want to wash their hands yet. They don't understand the language that is being used today by adult children when the adult children, the adult child says, you were abusive to me. I've covered this to certain degrees in other episodes, but I'm hoping today to go to dive a little bit deeper into this. So if I'm repeating myself, that's why, that's why, um, 
I think it's important to, to keep a few things in mind. I talk often about perspective, right? Um, and how life and times change, right? We've gone from black and white TVs that were consoles that sat on the floor and it required three grown men to, to move to color TVs that are flat and way, you know, you can pick them up with one hand and move them for, you know, kind of thing. So life changes. Everything in it changes. Our definition of things change. They expand. They take this piece of it and disregard that piece of it. Things along those lines. And this is what, in my belief, has happened with the word abusive and the word good. By and large, I can say that most parents who are in an estranged relationship with their child, their adult child, have not physically abused their child. And I also know that most estranged parents, when they hear the word abusive, that's exactly what they think of. Hitting, beating, physically harming another. And as I said, most parents have not done that. Most parents have provided, you know, a roof over the head of their child, clothes on their back, food on the table. They've, for some, have sent them to Ivy League schools. You know, their, their house was the house where all the kids in the, the neighborhood came to. You know, they were at every sporting event and every dance recital and front row seats, you know, high school graduation and college graduations and trips around the world and all of these things that they did not have when they were children. So to them, to the estranged parent, you're thinking, I gave them a good life. And what I hear when I hear a parent say that, what I hear is, I gave them the life I didn't have. The life I wanted. Oftentimes when we find ourselves in life experiencing something that we don't want to experience, if given another opportunity, we will oftentimes go the opposite direction in an effort to do it differently. So for a lot of parents, and I can, I can say that a good number of estranged parents um, have come from families where someone in the family was an alcoholic and um, being raised in an alcoholic home is, is very challenging. It's very harmful on a variety of levels. They tend to have to be adults well before they were ever meant to be adults. 
Um, and so they, they have this life where they didn't get to do and go and have things um, in, in their life. And so they decide early on, well, when I have kids, I'm never doing this and I'm going to go to the other end of the spectrum and do that. And so we've overcompensated for our children. Yet here we are with our children saying, you were abusive. And we're like, what the hell? I gave you this great life. Because we're thinking, listen, I wasn't able to travel because my dad was always drunk and never home. And mom had to work three jobs just to keep a roof over our head because dad was spending the money. Or, what do you mean? (laughs) We had the pool, you had the designer clothes, you had this, that, and the other thing. You went to Ivy League school. I didn't get to go to college. I dressed in hand-me-downs because my parents couldn't afford anything because mom was always off gallivanting with her friends and drinking and partying and carrying on would come in at all hours of the night. What what do you mean abusive? I gave you the good life. Well, you may have provided for your child in a way that you were not provided for. But there are also ways that you did not provide for your child in ways that they needed and wanted. Although as a child, we don't necessarily have the words and language to be able to describe that. We don't have the wherewithal as a eight-year-old, 10-year-old to stand up and tell mom and dad to shut up with their arguing because it's scaring the crap out of you And you don't know if he's going to hurt her, if she's going to leave, if you're going to have to hide under the bed, you like (laughs) those kinds of things, right? Or as an eight and 10 year old, we don't have the language to say, I real, all I really want from you is for you to hug me and for you to tell me that I'm okay just as I am. So, in today's world, an abusive home can encompass the emotional piece of life and not necessarily the physical piece. Now, I'm not saying that there there are estranged adult children in this world who were physically abused and neglected physically. But I'm here to tell you that it's my belief that the majority of estrangements today are not because of physical abuse or physical neglect. They most oftentimes encompass emotional neglect or emotional abuse. 
And when I say emotional abuse, it doesn't mean that you're standing there over your kid screaming at them and telling them they're a worthless piece of shit. Emotional abuse or emotional neglect can look like, you know, I've got a thousand things to do. You are 10 years old. Go in and do your homework. Like, I just, I don't have time. I got to put, you know, I've got to cook dinner and, and put dinner on the table. And then I've got three loads of laundry to do. And I've got to, you know, I don't have anybody here to help me. I need you to be able to go figure that out on your own. Or silence. Because you're so stressed out as a single parent or a a person who's married and you're still having to carry the load of the family because the other parent is, you know, a workaholic and gone and working, you know, 8, 10, or I'm sorry, 10, 12, 16 hours a day. And you're having to pull everything yourself. And you're just like, I just need to check out. I don't want anybody bothering me. I just need you to shut up and go away. It can also look like, you know, are are you sure you, you sure you want to wear that dress? Because, you know, it's not, it's not really flattering on you. Are you sure, are you sure that? Okay. All right. Well, yeah, if you're sure with that tone, right? Or why, what's, what's the problem? You're, your sister can swim. What, why are you having such a difficult time? I don't understand. What, what's your, what, why can't you, why can't you do that? Or your kid comes out to you as gay or lesbian or trans at whatever age. And you look at them and say, huh? Yeah, you're a kid. You don't know what the hell you are. I'll tell you what you are. We're not having any of that in this family. Right? All of those things are considered emotional abuse and or neglect. And those are the things, all of those things I've just said to you and described, are things I've heard from adult children who have estranged from their parents. So, if we define abuse and we define a good life, the only way to do that is is by someone's perspective. Because your perspective is going to be vastly different than your child's. You, as a, as, an, as a parent, when your children are growing up, you are in a position of power. And having power over another can, can bring about all sorts of abuse and neglect that we are not necessarily conscious of. I was not aware of the emotional abuse and neglect I imposed upon my children. I was not aware of it when it was happening. However, through counseling, 
I learned that that's exactly what I imposed upon my kids. And I'm here to tell you that was a sobering moment. That was a sobering moment. And it's not a moment that I went out and shouted from the rooftops. It's not a moment that I tell friends and, you know, anybody that'll listen. But I'm sharing that with you because I have walked the path that you're walking. And your definition of a good life might mean that the life you provided for your children was better than yours, than your childhood. But it doesn't mean that your child experienced a good life from their perspective. Now, did I, was I 24-7 abusive to my kids emotionally? No, I wasn't. There were times when I hugged on them and loved on them and gave them kudos and, you know, we had good times in life. But it doesn't negate the fact that the emotional abuse and neglect that I instilled upon them affected them. And they were no longer willing to tolerate it when they estranged from me. They were like, I'm done. I'm done dealing with you and you emotionally abusing me. I'm not taking it anymore. And they had every right as an adult human being to put up those boundaries and say enough. They had every right. So when we when we look at this, you may be thinking, well, my God, then what do I, you know, what do I do from here? Right? You can't change the past. Trust me, I've tried. And if there's anybody on this planet that would change the past if they could, it's me. You can't. And if you're an estranged adult child listening to this, I'm here to tell you that your parent can not change how they parented you. They can't change that. But what they do have the power to change is how they treat you moving forward. And that is what I've done with my children. I have done a complete 180 in how I interact with and parent my adult children. I don't really parent them anymore more than I am a consultant for them if and when they elect to utilize that. Otherwise, 
I am a relative, I am a person in their life that they want to have in their life. And they want their children to get to know and be around. But it's because I changed the way I looked at things. I stopped and I listened. I faced reality. I had to face, this is where I'm at. And this is what I'm dealing with. The more that I fought it, the more that I resisted it, the more it persisted, right? What's that old saying? That which you resist persists. So if you want to fight the reality that your child, your adult child believes you were emotionally abusive or emotionally neglectful, if you want to fight that, you can. I'm not here to, I'm not here to try to you know tell you you can't. But I will tell you that the chances of you reconciling and getting movement and back into and into a healthy relationship with your child is next to nothing if you insist on doing that. And I will tell you that my work with psychotherapist Psychotherapists do believe that parents, a lot of parents, are emotionally abusive and neglectful of their children. They can see it in the adults that show up in the therapy room. They can see it in the children and teens and adolescents that show up in the therapy room. They see it. Because it shows up in behaviors. Because children don't have the language and the life experience to navigate that. And adults don't generally have the language to really understand and and put words to it until they start processing their experiences and understanding and, you know, peeling back the layers that, that happens in therapy. So, um... What I'm asking you as an estranged parent is to consider and look for, as Dr. Coleman says, that nugget of truth that your kid is saying. It's, it's hard, you know, I know that this episode probably feels like I'm being really hard on the estranged parent. But I'm here to tell you, I get that side of it too. It's unbelievably difficult to face the fact that you've hurt your child. Because nine out of 10 of us never had any intentions of ever hurting our children. But it's a fact. And it's a fact that you've got to come to terms with. You have to face that reality in order to be able to move forward. It doesn't have to define the remaining time you have left on this planet and the remaining time you have left to be able to be in relationship with your adult child. 
Your past does not have to define you. You have the power to change it moving forward. And I'm here to tell you, as an adult child myself, that's all your child wants. They want an apology. They want recognition of their hurt and their pain. And they want changed behavior moving forward. And as simple as that is to say, I know it's hard to do when this is all new language to you. You're like, what in the hell has happened? I don't know how I ended up here. All of those things. These are all things that I, that I work with when I work with my coaching clients, my estranged moms for the most part is helping them to unpack all of this and helping them figure out a way forward and to move through this instead of circumventing it to have it collapse later. So we have to face the reality that from our child's perspective, they had an abusive life, childhood. We have, to, we have to meet them where they are. Otherwise, we're not going to get any movement. We're just not. And I tell that to my, to my estranged moms that I work with. If you're not willing to meet them where they're at, it's going to be next to impossible to have reconciliation and come back in relationship with your child. We have to show them the way. And that means oftentimes facing some really tough things as a parent. But you know what? By, sh- by diving in and doing the hard work on yourself, you're showing your child that they are, Im- they are important enough for you to look at this and try to figure this out so that you can do whatever is necessary for them. You're showing them the way. I just want to say before I close for today's episode, if you are an estranged adult child, I, I too have been at different times in my life an estranged adult child. I too experienced emotional neglect as a child. And I understand the pain that you're in. And I understand how that can wreak havoc on your adult life and the relationships that you have. Be those romantic, professional, friendships, whatever they may be. Because when we are not acknowledged emotionally and seen, heard, and validated, we are left adrift in this vast sea called life. 
And oftentimes we feel like we're tossed out of the dinghy and we're grasping, just trying to find the life preserver or the side of the boat to be able to pull ourselves up. I'm here to tell you, you deserve to be seen, heard, and validated. And if your parent is not able to do that, whether they refuse to do it or they're not able to do it for whatever reason, and you need that in your life, I'm asking you to seek it out. Whether that's through therapy, if you want to email me, you want to talk to me, I'm, I'm happy to listen. But you are worthy and you are valuable and you deserve that. And I will tell the estranged parents listening that you are worthy of being seen, heard, and validated even if you don't know what all that is and even if you don't know what that means and how it's played out in your life by not having had it in your childhood. And you are worthy of diving into your your own self and working on yourself to become the you that you were intended to be. And that is this loving, kind, compassionate human being. And if you'd like help with that, I can, I'm, I'm more than happy to help or find a therapist, like do find a way to get in touch with your emotions. Because when you do, it's a, you think you have a beautiful life now, you haven't seen anything. (laughs) You haven't seen anything. And when you are able to get in touch with your emotions and really feel from the heart. This podcast is called The Estranged Heart. I'm known by my friends as the heart finder. I speak heart language and the language of the heart is emotions. So this brings this episode to a close. I hope that this time together was time you feel well spent and that you were able to find some takeaway nuggets to help you on your journey, wherever you may be on your estrangement or reconciliation path. If you feel you've received something helpful or positive from this podcast, please consider following us, sharing this podcast with others, leaving a positive review, or becoming a financial supporter through Anchor or Buy Me a Coffee. You can also follow us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok under the same name, The Estranged Heart. And lastly, if you are an estranged parent or an estranged adult child and would like to have your story shared on the podcast, anonymously or not, please reach out via email at theestrangedheart at gmail.com. Again, theestrangedheart at gmail.com. Until next time. Mm-hmm.